Starting today, design him a base. Seven lines up. Tanara Banan. Gimel Devarim Hitir Rebbe Chanina Ben Akiva Laanche Tiveria. Rebbe Chanina Ben Akiva, like we discussed yesterday, that he allowed them to use this mechitza um, right he held of kaif and good. So that really when you need off of Gazustra to draw from the water, where you should need a mechitza dalid and yud, either on top or on bottom, he allowed that you could, if it's a Gazustra that's, that's four amas, the Hainu 24 Tvachim, that as long as you, you make the hole of four and you have ten on each side or some form of mechitza on each side, we use um, kaif along with good aches. We use kaif and that will allow um, that will allow us to view it as if it is done. Okay, so that was one of the things. That you can do hatmana. He allowed him to, in order to ripen fruits, they would use peels or psilas of um, beans. And we'll see what, why that's relevant. And we stop getting okay, to dry with towels. So now these are the three things. Number one, and that we already discussed. So what is the taimnim be'etza? So ma'ihi, ditanya. So we have this, we have a din, just, just a, we have a din that um, in order for food to be makabal tum, it has to be machshir, okay, which means it has to be activated, come into contact with liquid. Once it's, it's machshir, it comes into contact with liquid, liquid, if it's liquid that you wanted, so now it's machshir, the kabal tumah. If it's not liquid that you didn't want, if you didn't want the liquid, so then it wouldn't be. So what's going on over here? So he goes ahead. We said that you can use the etza to wrap it around your fruits to ripen it. The Tanya Hishkim So you, let's say you got up early in the morning and you went to the you, you went to go collect wherever the uh, kidneyous uh, peel disposal area was, right? The equivalent of the uh, bean garbage dump. So you went there to get a bunch of this etza so that you could wrap your fruits in it so that it would ripen. Now. He got up early in the morning. What's on this etza early in the morning? This stuff is sitting out in the fields. There'd be tal. There'd be dew. That would be on the etza. So, in Bishvil, Sheyeshelov, tal. If the reason why you got up early to go get this etza was because you wanted specifically wet, the wet, wet psilus, you wanted this wet stuff because that was your uh, procedure for, you know, wrapping your fruit and ripening it. So then, harehi bechuyutan. Then it is bechiyutan, which means it's machsher. Since you got up early because you wanted the liquid, you wanted to catch it, get it from the fields while the dew was still on it, so you wanted that liquid. When you wrap your paris with this etzet, with this stuff, so now, because you wanted the liquid, it will be machsher l'kabotomah. If the reason why um, you got up early was uh, to maximize the day, Right, you wanted to get a, a, a jump start on the day, and you really had no interest in the liquid. You just wanted to get you wanted to get this done with. Then ain't a yutan. Since you you don't necessarily want the liquid, so it's not going to be bechiyutan. Okay, the stam anche tiveria. So the reason why Hananya ben Akiva for anche tiveria, why he said that it's not going to be hochsher, is because stam anche tiveria kimi There are people they like to get up early and go to work early. All right, they're on the beltway at five in the morning heading to DC. Right? So they, they, they want to be up early. Okay? And, and the third thing he allowed was they can use towels to dry. Mayhi. Titania. We're going to bry some. on the A person can use a towel to dry himself on Shabbos. Bechalain. 
Okay, we're talking about, let's say, either Yantif or Shabbos, if he washed with cold water, Panav Okay, but the point is, however you're allowed to wash, Beheter, you're allowed to use a towel, Rushimen, according to Rushimen. However, don't give it to the bathhouse attendants, because they will squeeze out the water and recycle it for the next use, right? And they were Yidin, and, and therefore it's a problem. Rushimen Aymer, he says, that you could even, not only you're allowed to use it, right? But Rushimen holds, you could even bring it because it's Rushimen Lashitasai. Two things over here. Number one, right? Dabrashayna Miskavin. I don't, right? Rav Shimon holds is going to be okay if you remember Shabbos days. And the second thing is, like we're going to have in Kolgagos, Rav Shimon Shita is that you're allowed to bring, bring something derech, chatseris, gagos, and karfifos. So you can combine all those things. If you remember, we had this in Shabbos. And therefore, you can, you can, there's a way to get it home by walking through these alternate rishiyos. Okay? And therefore, that was the din. Okay. So these are the three things. Now, moving on. Amar Rabba Barav Huna. Loishanu. This whole thing, right, the Mishnah, we're going off of the Mishnah that said that how do you draw water from, if, if let's say you have a porch that's over a body of water, you want to draw water with your bucket, so you make a mechitza dalad al yud. Lo that you're allowed to draw water off of this porch, off of this kazustra el amalis. That's to draw water. But you can't, to spill water there, that's only one way. You can't spill water there. Um, why? Because... When you spill it there, the current is going to take it out. And therefore, it's like you're trying to take water from Rosh Hayachid to a Karmelis. Okay? And therefore, we don't allow that. It's like a Koychay. Maskifla. Maskifla. Not going to say Koychay. Take that back. That's the issue. Because you're getting it, you're trying to get it out. Maskifla, Rav Shizvi. I, Rav Shizvi asked, What is the difference between this and a a uka is a, like a pit. And we're going to see in the next Mishnah, we're going to discuss, think of it like a stormwater management system, right? We don't want your water to go out to Rosh Hashanah. So within your property, the confines of your property, you have to have a place where you could have for normal water buildup so that you could spill it in there on Shabbos. And then it will, uh, so that it's not, so it's not like you're spilling into Rosh Hashanah. You're spilling into this pit. If the pit overflows and happens to go to Rosh Hashanah, fine. But you had your own stormwater management system so to speak, or use water, wastewater management system. So why by uka do we say it's not a problem? If you have this pit in your chutzer, you have a, you have a water, uh, uh, right, a, a wastewater management pit in your, in your chutzer, you could pour water in there, even if it ends up going out, it's not a problem. You don't, we, we say it's okay. Why over here by the gzustera do we say that it's not okay to pour the water down this mechitza because the current's going to take it away? So Gemara says, Hani tiny. Yeah, the storm, the, the, the wastewater pit that you have in your chutzer is tiny. Okay, the, the por- point in pouring the water in is because the water can, sh- should be able to be absorbed within the ground. Okay, and here, what's going on? You're pouring into the water, it's immediately going right out. Hani tiny, right? It gets absorbed by the uka. Okay, and therefore, when you pour it, your whole point is, even if it should end up escaping through the ramen, that's not your point. Your intent is, you want to pour it into this pit and let it absorb into the ground. If it, whatever, if, certain, if it ends up going out, so then that's, but that wasn't your intention. Here, you're pouring it right into a body of water. It's going to go right out. The honey loy tiny. Amri. Okay, that's the first Lashen says it's going to be Aser Lishbaich. Ikeda Amri, the other way. Don't say that it's only, you can only use this, this Gezustra with its Mechitza 
to draw water, but lishbech aser, lishbech nami sharitz, even mutter to pour water down off of the skazustram or shizvi pshita. Yeah, great. It's just like an uka. So Gemara says, "Ma'u detema hani time, hani la time, kamash malan." So two different lashainas will either use uka will be a chiddush. Our case is more mechodeshdik than uka, and we're saying that our case is allowed just like uka is allowed, or we're saying that our case is not allowed to be shayvech mayim and it's different than uka. Now, in the Mishnah, we said, right? And we've had this before, that if you have two gazustrois, one is next to Sender's favorite case. If you make a mechitza for the upper gazustra and not for the lower one, then it's going to be aser. That which, if there is a mechitza in the upper one, that it's going to be, and not in the lower one, that it's going to be usser, it's the upper, the upper one's going to be usser to use, that's if they are close together. That's, and what's close together? We've had this all the way back at the beginning. That's for Tvachim. However, if they're far apart, right now, the, uh, the lower guy has no way to get there. So if it's close, he could, you know, hop over to the next Kazustra. Right, because what's his only way to use that mechitza? Uh, right, the only way for him to be used. Uh, so again, you have a lower one and an upper. Right, upper one. They made a mechitza on the upper one. The lower one, if it's very close, so he can just, you know, step up onto the other gazistra and use it. If it's not very close, if it's far away, right? It's over water, so he has no way to get there. The only way he could possibly use this is by throwing his bucket up to the upper one and then having it go down. And this is Rav, right? Rav is the one who says, but Rav, Remember, we had this, Rav Shita is, that we don't answer Derech Havir. If my only way to get there is Derech Havir, I won't answer. And therefore, if it's Mufleges, right? If these two Gazustros are far apart from each other, then, then the upper guy, we say he could use it, and the lower guys, the lower guy, just because he could theoretically use a Derech Havir, that's not going to answer. Now, there is such a thing as stealing a Rishus on Shabbos. Okay, what, what is going on over here? That sounds like that means if you go to your friend's Chorva and you decide you're using it, it's stolen. You take it, right? However, what do we then just say? It goes back. So what we're saying is, you could steal it, and it goes immediately back. So those things don't work together. Either you could steal it, and it becomes yours, and you're using it, or it goes immediately, or you can't steal it. What, 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 those, aren't, those aren't two rules that work together. We're making it like there's two rules. Yesh Gezel, you could steal it, and it's Chaiser. Well, if, it, if you steal it, and it's Chaiser, then you never really stole it. It's just, right? It's automatically coming back. So, what do we say? Yesh din gezel b'shabes. Meaning that there is a concept of din hashavas gezela. Okay? And therefore, what we're saying is that even though you steal it, it's usher to use. And we're saying it doesn't really work. Ketzad. How do we know that there's a din of gezel b'shabes? The chorba machzer labalim. What does it mean, yesh gezel b'shabes? It means that the chorba goes back. Meaning that if you try to use something that's not yours... It's usher. You can't use it because there's a din. You have to give it back and therefore you can't use it. Why is this relevant here? We're going to ask on this concept from our Gemara. 
So if you're saying there's a din gezel, which means that if something is not mine, I can't use it. And if I, so if, if gezel works, then it means I steal. I'm a bad guy, but I, I got rights to it. By stealing, but I got rights to it. But if gezel doesn't work, right, then I have no rights to it. If I have no rights to it, then what do we know about Erevin? If I have no rights to it, then I can't answer. So the Gemara is asking, and we know what the answer to this is going to be because we had it all the way back. But the Gemara is asking, well, I don't understand. The lower guy, if he's close to the upper guy, just because I'm close to the upper guy's gazustra and I'm going to go steal his gazustra, I'm going to go onto his gazustra and use it, why should that answer? We're saying that if there's only a mechitza on the upper one to draw water and not on the lower one, and they're close together, let's say close together according to Rob, or even not according to Rob, they're not close together, but they're close together, so the, the lower guy can get there, I'm stealing it, and since I'm stealing it, now it's as if it's mine, and that's why I could answer. Because if it's not as if it's mine, then I can't answer on the upper guy for using his own mechitza. But you just said here that there's no such thing as stealing. You can't steal it because it goes back. So why, the Gemara is simply asking, why will the fact that the lower guy can use it, if he has no rights to it, why would he answer? And the Gemara answers, You know why? Because he does have rights to it. He didn't try stealing the Gzustra. When he goes here, he's not stealing. They built this in a partnership, right? They both chipped in, and they built this mechitza. They decided to build it on the upper guy. I frek the Gemara. The Gemara is going to ask as follows. This is a diuk we can make from our Mishnah very simply. What did we say? If you made this, right? The Shtegazustras, what does the Mishnah say? Shtegazustras, Zulamalamizu, Asalalayna, Veloyla Tachtayna, Shtegazustras, Achi Arvu, which means that let's say there would be a, let's say they were both very close to each other, and both of them had, both of them had a, um, a Mechitza, right? A shoot, then it wouldn't Aser. Now, if you already established the case, that they did the upper one b'shotves. So then how could the Mishnah be medayik that it, if the lower one decides, you know what, I'm going to build my own. It's too much of a pain for me. Yeah, I paid for half of the upper guy's ones. But uh, you know, it's too much of a pain. I'm going to build my own too. Why would an answer? I still could go to the upper one. Right? So, ihachi ki nami. When you make for the, below, the lower one, if you tell me that the case of the upper, the upper shoot that you made in the gazustra is the case where you made a bishotfis. So then when I make one lower, I should be able to, uh, uh, it should still answer. Why is it only that when there's, o- when there's only one shoot in the, between these two gazustras on the upper one, I'm going to answer? So the Gemara says, ah, even though you're right, you paid for half of it, but once you make your own, you're basically being masalic yourself. You're saying, I no longer want to use the upper one, and you're removing yourself from it, and therefore, only when there's one shoot, b'shutfis, and they're accessible to each other, will it aser. But if they each have their own shoot, I don't care that I chipped in for your shoot. Lamaisa, since I built my own, I don't need yours anymore, and therefore I'm masalic myself, and therefore I'm no longer going to aser. Huh? What do you mean, even if he uses it? Let's say the two huts are right next to each other. We say that they don't answer to each other if they all have their own entrance to the Rishon Sarabim, even though there's a door in between. They can still use their door in between and not answer each other. They can't, they, they can't carry from Chatzar to Chatzar. They can't go. They don't answer. The fact that this access doesn't answer, but they can't go from Chatzar to Chatzar. 
So he can't still use, he can't use his gazustra, right? And the only way for the lower guy to use the, let's say he has a malfunction, the lower guy, and his gazustra, he won't be able to use the upper one unless there's an error there, even because he chipped in because he was misalic himself. He said, no, no, I don't want it. Okay, Zuck the Mishnah. Chatzar, so now we're going we're to talk about uka over here. Okay, we're going to talk about two ways, two situations of which, of how to get rid of water from your chatzar. Now, what's the problem? That if you just go ahead and pour water into Rosh Hashanah, right, you're pouring water into Rosh Hashanah, even if you pour it in your chatzar and it ends up in Rosh Hashanah, there is a concept of a gzera that people might see that even though you're pouring it in your Rishos, and it immediately streams out to Rishos HaRabim, it looks like you're pouring it out to Rishos HaRabim. People might think that you're allowed to pour water out to Rishos HaRabim. So therefore, we created uh, safeguards like we discussed before, Uka. So now, Chatzar sheep chusame arba amas. If a Chatzar is less than Dalet Amas al Dalet Amas, in Shevchen Betecha Mayim B'Shabbos, you may not pour water into this Chatzar, pour water out into this Chatzar, you have to make a pit that is sasayim min ulamata, meaning that it could hold. means that it could hold two sa or sasayim of water. you can make this pit outside of your chatzar. you can make it inside your chatzar. Now, what does this mean, inside or outside? It means that you can either make it inside as pasher, right? It's like I said, a wastewater management system within your chatzar, or you can do it right in between your chatzar, right in between, like we have a, you know, you have like a, the gutter, right? In between your chatzar and the Rishos Harabim, you could have a pit right there in between. However, if, so if it's in your chatzar, it could just be a plain pit, no problem. If you put this uka, this, waste, this wastewater pit, in between your chatzar and the Rosh Hashanah, then it needs to be what's called likmar, means you have to cover it with slats of wood. Okay? Mibifnim ain't sarach likmar. So what's going on over here? So there's a, there's a bunch of things going on over here. So let's just talk about some of the specifics. Number one, we said if it's four by four, it sounds like the Mishnah is saying if it's not four by four, you have to make an uka. If it's four by four, you don't have to make an uka. And we're going to see why. just want to point that out. Number two, the uka has to hold two sa of water. The Gemara is going to discuss why the uka has to hold two sa of water. And then, right, and this, this kamar thing, that if, it's, if, it's, if you build it in between your chatzar and there's a rabim, then you have to cover it with slats in order to make it into a makam patur, okay? Um, so it's going to make it an unusable space for the B'nai Rosh Without Shabbat, you wouldn't need to cover it with wood? Just for, like, safety? Like, people don't walk into it? Yeah, we're not discussing that. And also, it doesn't necessarily... Uka Machzekas Machzekas is not that big. I saw somewhere that it, it's like a, a half a ama by a half a ama by three quarters of an ama or something. It, it's not. It's Machzekas based Sasayim. We've had it um, a mikvah's forty sa, right? So we discussed. It's, it's not. It's not like a huge pit that it can get damaged in. It's basically a little gutter. Okay. Next. So that is in regards to Uka. Now, what happens if you have Rebbelazer Ben Yaakov Biv, shehu kamor. If you have biv, is a like a, a, a ditch. Again, same type of idea. A ditch where you would pour your, your wastewater in, right? Used water, you pour it into a ditch. Shehu kamor, okay. Arba amas berushas arabim. So it drains, it drains out, okay. So it has a din of like chayre berushas hayachid. If it has again a similar type of idea, a drainage ditch with a pipe. 
you could pour water into it. Right? They say that you can't. Right? So this is a drainage system. If it is covered arba amos, okay, if it has four amas worth of space in your chatzar, four by four amas worth of space, then we're assuming that the water can get muvla in that space. And therefore, when you pour into that pipe out, since there's enough earth, imagine like a half pipe that covers an earth. So you pour it into like a box, almost like a sandbox with like a pipe. You pour it in, okay? So in that area, again, it's a similar type of idea that it's a wastewater management system. It, it'll eventually, if there's too much water, the water will pipe out to Rosh Harabim, but you're pouring it into an area that it could be absorbed within that area. There are Chachamim Hall, no. Even, doesn't matter how much space you have, you can't pour into this ditch. However, you can pour it onto a roof, and if it drips off there, you're now creating an extra step, so I pour it onto my, my roof. If my roof goes ahead and drips down into this pipe, and the pipe takes it out, then we're not worried. And the final din of the Mishnah is if you have a chatzar and an achzadra, mitzarf and la'arba amas. Okay, so it doesn't only have to be the chatzar. If you have an achzadra, right, you have like a, a, a chilling area off of your rishus hayachid, so it's mitzarf and la'arba amas. That which you need arba amas, it would be mitzarf. V'chein, shnei diyutais. Let's say I have two uh, batim on two upper floors, right? So let's say the, the, the houses are elevated, Okay, zu keneged zu mikzasan on two different sides of the upstairs mikzasan asu uka. So let's say one of the people down on the floor, they're they're elevated. One of the people down on the floor made this uka, made this wastewater management pit. Umikzasan le asu uka esha asu uka mutarin. The people that made the wastewater uh, wastewater pit can their mutter to spill their water out into the chazer esha le asu uka asurin. Okay. So, Zak de Gemara, my timer. Why is it that we said that if a chatzar is four amas, which we mean four amas by four amas, then you do not need an uka, but if it is less than four amas, you need an uka. Okay, the uka, and, and why does the uka have to be able to hold besa? Because a person uses, that's a normal use of water for all the things you need to use for water. Wash your hands, wash your feet, whatever you need water. You need, a person uses two cell of water every day. So therefore, ba'arba amas adam roitz and ba'arba adam ba'arba amas adam roitz alazalif. Okay, so why? Okay, great. So I use two cell of water. Okay, but like this. Why is it that when, what are we asking? Why is it that when my chatzar is more than four by four, that I don't need this uka? Because I have a perfect, what am I going to do with my water? Everything fits. I'll use my water. And then afterwards, I'll spill the water in the chutzr and I want the water to stay in the chutzr. Why? Because in those days, the floors were all dirt. And especially like in the summer, in the summer months, the dirt would come up. They'd get like uh, sandstorms or dust clouds. So the water would actually keep it down. It would make it heavier. Okay? And so it was very normal Yes, I used to sell water. When I spill it into my chatzar, I want it to stay in my chatzar because I want to pat down the earth. Lizalif, to sprinkle. I want to sprinkle the earth and therefore, I don't want to get it out to Rosh Hashanah. Since I don't want to get it out to Rosh Hashanah, I'm okay. If it's less than Dalit al-Dalit, pachos mi Dalit, sheifchen. Then, what we're saying is, I no longer want it. Sheifchen means I'm getting rid of it. I'm spilling it out 
because I want it to drain out. I want it out. Because the only amount, what's good, is it's for Daladamas. So, uka. So if you make a wastewater management pit, shari, then it's mutter. Eloi, if you don't, aser. Again, the concern is, we don't want people to think that you're allowed to pour it out, lechachila, into Rosh Hashanah. Rav Zeira Amar has a different reason. He says, you know why, for Amis? Not because you want the water, you want to pat down the earth of your chatzar, but rather, Daladamas taimi, Different reason, because in an area of four by four amas, 16 square amas, the water will get absorbed into the ground. So therefore, you're not trying to get it out to Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, you're allowed to pour it in. If it's less than that, it, since it's not, it can't get absorbed, so then you have to build a stone, right? Just like here, if you want to build, if the natural contours of the land will allow for stormwater management, so then the, the government's not going to make you build a pit. But if in a stormwater management situation, they don't want your water pouring out wherever, so then they're going to make you build a pit. So it's, it's very simple. Can, the, can your topography of your land hold, hold the water? So my benayu, what's the chilek between these two different reasons? Meaning one is that you want it to be mazal, if you actually want to pat it down, and one is that it can absorb. Let's say means it's rectangle. Okay, so it's not four by four exact. It's, let's say, two by eight. So now, when it comes to be mazalev, a person, and Rashi explains that nobody will be mazalev, nobody will be mazalev less, an area less than four by four. It's just, it's not efficient. But for absorption, you have 16 square amas, so you have enough to absorb. So it depends on, on, on which one you hold. Okay. Tanan, chatzar v'achsadra mitztarif in l'dalad amas. The chatzar and achsadra will be mitztarif. We said at the end of the Mishnah, you don't actually have to have the whole four by four in the chatzar. Bishlam l'reb zeira nicha. So according to reb zeira, that it's a din of absorption. So now I understand. My chatzar and my achsadra can both absorb. And if it's an absorption issue, I'll have enough. El l'raba kasha. According to raba, that it's a zilof thing. So I don't understand. It sounds like we're assuming... Rashi says that we're assuming that normally you, your chatzar would not be, when you combine it with your chatzar, it wouldn't create an area that's 4x4. Four four. It would be off to the side. It would be somewhere else. So that would mess with your 4x4 four four dimensions. And yet we say that a chatzar and chatzar would work. So No, that let's say you have an area that's 4x2 uh, of Chatzar, and then another 4 by 2 of Achsadra, and when you combine the two, it makes an area of 4 by 4 Toshima. Again, we're trying to be machalic here in the differences between Rabbah who holds that the reason why in a Chatzar that's 4 by 4 you can pour your water is because you want that water to be mezalif, to sprinkle, to hold down the dirt in the Chatzar, and according to Rabzera that holds it because it could absorb. Toshima. If it doesn't have dollar by dollar you can't pour water in Bishabis. Says clearly, if it does not have dollar, I'll dollar. Right? So now, according to Rabbi, I understand. It's a zilof issue, and that's why I specifically need dollar al dollar. It didn't say chutzr dollar, it said dollar al dollar. It has to be exempt four by four. Ella, the Rabzeira Kasha. According to Rabzeira, that all we need is enough area to absorb. So why does it say dollar al dollar? It really, all I care about is 16 square. Not, I don't specifically need the That is according to the Rabbanon. And the Rabbanon hold, like we see, what, is, what do the Rabbanon say in the second case? In the second case of our Mishnah, when it comes to the bib, when it comes to the ditch, 
they say, they argue on Lazarim Yaakov, but Lazarim Yaakov says you could pour into it, okay, because it absorbs, and the Chachamim say, you can't. Right? Why? Because we don't care about absorption. So the Gemara says, you know who this Bryce is? This Bryce is the Rabbanon. And it, right, according to the Rabbanon, we're asking Akasha on Rabzeira, who says it's an absorption issue. According to the Rabbanon, absorption is not going to help. And therefore, the only way, the only way that you're going to be okay is specifically, you need Dalad al-Dalad. That the reason why in this Chatzar, that's a Dalad al you're allowed to pour, is because it's for Zilof. They don't hold absorption. The Rabbanon don't hold of absorption. That's why they say, even if we have a hundred Amas, right, worth of, uh, of dirt that could absorb, doesn't help. In, in the case of Bid, because absorption, according to Rabbanon, would not help. The fact that it could absorb doesn't help you. So therefore, what do they hold? They must hold. There's only two reasons here. It's either absorb, when you're allowed to do it, it's either absorption or because Zilof. So they must hold the Zilof. That price is, according to Rabbanon, and Reb Zerah says that our Mishnah is Reb Lazim and Yaakov. Ah, I fracked the Gemara. Really? You're now taking our Mishnah and you're making it According to you, Reb Zera, our Mishnah must be Reb Lazar and Yaakov. Why did Reb Zera feel comfortable saying, Reb Zera came to explain our Mishnah. Rabbah said, what's our Mishnah? Absorption. Reb Zera says, what's our Mishnah? Our Mishnah, I'm sorry, Rabbah says, what's our, the reason why Dalad al-Dalad works in our Mishnah is Zilof, because it pats it down. Reb Zera said it's absorption. But we just said that absorption won't work according to Rabbanim. So we're making our entire, the first part of our Mishnah was in Yaakov. Right, because that was stopped. If you look at our Mishnah, we said, we didn't say, we didn't bring in the Machlekes at all. Then we said, and the But the first part of our Mishnah, first part of our Mishnah, it, it, it was said, Stam. And now, according to you, Rab Zera, who are saying the first part of our Mishnah, the way to explain the first part of our Mishnah is, we're dealing with absorption. The reason why Dalad al Dalad Amas and the Chatzar would suffice and you wouldn't need an un- uka is because the water can absorb. So you've now made our mission of Lazar Yaakov, the stam part of a mission of Lazar Yaakov. So uh, how could you do that? Why is Reb Zera comfortable making our mission only according to Lazar Yaakov? Amarava, I'll tell you why. Because he had a problem with our mission. My Why did he have to say it's pchusa, it's smaller? According to you, Reb Zera held that if you're right, if you, if you Rabba are right, that, the, that the, what we care about is Zilof, which means that it needs to be Dalit al Dalit exactly, four by four, those are the dimensions for Zilof. So then, listen, Chatzar Shein by Dalit al Dalit Amas. Why did I have to say Chatzar, that's less than Dalit Amas? El Alav, Shmamino, So we see clearly that Reb Zera was comfortable saying that our mission of the Risha of our mission must be according to Belazar ben Yaakov. Now we just have a technical question. I don't understand. We just, the Mishnah has a Stam, then it brings in Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov to talk about Bib, and then the Rabbana talk about Bib. So, well, if, if you're saying the Rasha is Rabbi Lazar Yaakov, it doesn't make sense because it said Stam, then Rabbi Lazar Yaakov came later. So, how are we going to answer this? With the old Chsura Machsura. Rabbi Lazar and Yaakov, Rasha Lav, Rabbi Lazar Yaakov. Right? The fact that we brought in Rabbi Yaakov later means that the beginning wasn't Rabbi Yaakov. So no, the Gemara says, no, cool Rabbi Yaakov. Really, the whole mission is Rabbi Yaakov until through, from the beginning, through Rabbi Yaakov Shita. And here's how you read the Mishnah. Mishnah. Again, according to Rabbi Zera, Right? This is according to Rabbi Zera. According to Rabbi Zera, that the first part of a Mishnah is talking about the, the, the reason why Dalit Amas 
if it's Dalad Amis, you don't need an Uka, it's because the water could absorb, then everything through Blazer Minyakov is Rebelzer Minyakov. But according to Rabbah, that it speaks from Zilof, the first case of the, of the Reisha is something else, right? That's a Machlekes that, that could work even according to Rabbanon, that could be Zilof, because Rabbanon hold that Zilof, if you have a Chatzar that is Dalad al Dalad, and it's Roy Lazalef, right? You can use, you can sprinkle the water to pat down uh, your, your wastewater, so then uh, they would hold that it is okay and does not need any Uka. So anyways, Why? So again, why is it okay? How do I know that a chatzar that's dalid, right? Dalid al dalid, or a chatzar that's dalid that has 16 square amas of area is okay. You want to know how I know? Because it has enough to absorb. Like Rebbe Lezayim says by Biv, where it has enough to absorb, it's okay to pour the water in the chatzar. And we connect the two cases. Now, Rebbe Lazar, okay, so what did we say in our Mishnah when we came to the case of Biv, the case of the ditch, the ditch with a pipe, right? Not the, in general, pouring, but the ditch with a pipe. So we had a machlekes with Rebbe Yaakov and Rebbe Lezayim Yaakov holds that you could pour, as long as you have enough absorption area, you could pour in, and you could pour in into that area, okay? You can pour your, your water into that area because the chatzar has enough natural absorption to hold the water. The Rabbanon hold, no. We don't care about absorption, like we said. The Rabbanon don't hold absorption. They don't, absorption doesn't, doesn't do anything for them. And therefore, they say the only way you can do it is by going up to the gog, pouring it on the gog. Then when it drips down from the gog, why? Because at that point, then we're not going to be concerned. People see you pouring water on the gog. They're not going to think that you're able to take water and pour it out the Rishas Rabbim. But if you pour it into a, a drainage pipe, even though the bottom of the drainage pipe uh, is, is earth and could absorb the water, it looks like you're pouring into a pipe and it's going out. So it looks like you're allowed to take water from Rishas HaYachid to Rishas HaRabim. Obviously, the Lezim Yaakov is not geyser. The Chachamim are geyser, and therefore they say only if you go to a roof and you pour it and a later drips is it going to be okay. There's a third shita here. And neither Rebbelezim and Yaakov nor the Rabbanon, like a Chananya, the Tanya, Chananya Oimer, Afilu Gag That even if you have a roof that's a hundred Amas, you can't be Sheifich. Why? Because I care about absorption. So, so Chananya holds right in between. He says, right, according to Rebbelezim and Yaakov, it sounds like the Biv will be okay, the Gag will be okay. I don't care. I'm not geyser at all. I'm not geyser that somebody might see and therefore create a, it creates a problem. The Rabbanon hold that you can't pour it into a pipe, even if it absorbs because it looks bad, but you can pour it onto a roof. Hananya holds, he says, no, the opposite. The opposite of the Rabbanon. He holds that you could pour it into the biv, in a, you could pour it into the chutzr itself because I care about absorption. I can't pour it on the roof because a roof can't absorb water. And therefore I can only pour it into a place that could, that could absorb water. Okay, Tana. Now this is going back to, it's a little complicated over here. Try to run through real quickly. Tana, b'medbar mamurim. When do we say that you need an uka that could be machsik sasayim, right? So going back, so we connected, at least according to Abzeri, we connected the first case and the second case. But they're both talking about the same general idea. How do I get rid of water out of my chatzar? Okay, so we said, again, if your chatzar is not dalad al dalad, then what do you need? You need an uka. You need a stormwater management pit. B'medbar mamurim that you need this pipi maysacham. That is in the summer months. Abal yimaysacham However, in the winter months, you can continually pour 
right? And what's the reason? The reason is that it's rainy anyway. There's water all over your chatzar anyway, and therefore, we're not going to be geyser anymore. Everybody, there's water in your chatzar, no one's going to, and, and well, you pour it in your chatzar, and now it spills out the Rishis Rabbim. Well, it's raining all the time, and water's spilling out all the time, right? Imagine like in the winter here, right? So, it, the, the, the snow melts, right? And then it, it continually pours out. There's water going back and forth in the rainy season all the time. And therefore, we're not going to be concerned. So, sheifech v'shayna. We're going to have to define what that means. V'enenimna. My time, What's the reason? Amarava, Adam And this, it doesn't actually mean that he wants the water to absorb. It means he doesn't care if the water stays there. I don't care. Fine. Doesn't matter. My chatzar's wet anyway. When I'm pouring it out, it's not because I want to get... What's the problem? The problem is I'm not allowed to pour my water out to Rosh Hashanah. Okay? Now, if in the middle of the rainy season, right, if I'm pouring my water on my chatzar and it goes out to Rosh Hashanah, there's so much water anyways, it makes absolutely no difference. So no one's going to come and think that, oh, yeah, he's trying to, he's trying to pour something for Rosh Hashanah. You're not trying to do that. You don't care. It doesn't matter to you. What about the case of a bib? Right, we said Shaifchin to Adam, right? So Shiyivalu there, right? We said according to the Rabbanon that even if the bib is a hundred amas, right? You have a pipe, a drainage pipe that's a hundred amas, it's for sure gonna get absorbed. Still, it's gonna be Asr. So similarly, just like over there, you're not trying to get the water out. So too over here, even be a Maishagashamim, you shouldn't be able to pour, because according to Rabbanon, you're not trying to get the water out either. So Amrlay. No, there's a difference between summer and winter. In the winter, your chatzar is already saturated with water. It's already destroyed. And if the concern is that other people might see that you're getting water out, well, I'll tell you what. All pipes in the winter, in the water, in the rainy season, then winter equaled rainy season. Well, I got news for you. All the pipes are always dripping. So if the concern is that the pipes might drip, so what we're saying is that you can't ask from the Rabbanon of a case of summer to a case of winter. Winter is just a different mitzvah in general. Now, we're gonna, now there's a machlekes of Nachman over here, of Nachman and Abaya, when we said that when do you need an uka b'maysachama, b'maysachashamim, you could be sheifich v'shayna. What does sheifich v'shayna mean? Poor and poor. The, what does that mean? That means you don't need a nuka. You do need a nuka. So Amar of Nachman, be mice hagashamim uka machzik sasayim nesin lasasayim. If you have an uka that could hold two sa, then you could pour in two sa. Again, be mice hagashamim rainy season. Machzik sa. If you have an uka that only holds one sa, nesin sa. It means that you could pour in one sa of water. Okay. So what he says shayvet l'shayna means that you can use. Yes, you have to have a stormwater management pit. But even if it's a small one, it only holds a saw, which is less than the amount of water a person usually uses, you can just pour and pour and pour and pour, okay, because it's, it's winter and your chutzner's wet anyways, but you at least have to have a uka that's machzik. Okay, be maysachama, however, this contrast is in the summer, machzik sasayim nesno sasayim, if it could hold two saw, then it's a dinner of the Mishnah, then you could pour in your daily water. But if, if, if you have an uka that only holds a saw, smaller amounts, ain't nice and like colic, you can't use it at all. I don't understand. So that's what the Gemara says. Right? The concern is that in the summer, we're actually really concerned. And therefore, if you only have a pit that could hold a saw, we won't allow you to use it at all because we're afraid. Oh, come on. How much water do you use a day? You use two saw of water a day. You're going to pour two saw of water in there. And therefore, we won't allow you to use that at all. As opposed to Yemaisa Gashamim. So Rav Nachman is defining that when the Bryce has said, Shefich Veshena, Yemaisa Gashamim, 
It means that you can, re- you can constantly use it. It means you have to have an uka. Even an uka machzik saw, we're not going to be geyser like we were in the summer, and you could use it. Even though your daily water won't fit in there. So, fracting Amara, well, if you're geyser, you're my second shaman, nami legzer, like we said, we're not going to be concerned, again, because your chutzr is all full of water anyway. And that's why we'll say that even though you only have a pit that could hold a saw, you can still use it for your daily water. And if the concern is that other people, so if, it's, if we're concerned that you're actually trying to get your water out, we're not concerned because you have so much water in there anyways, therefore you're not going to try to get your water out. And if we're concerned that people might see, looks like you're getting your water out, again, in the winter, Amar Abaya. Now Abaya argues on Rav Nachman's definition of the Brisa. This is not clear from the reading of the Gemara. I had to spend a lot of time trying to figure this out. The Rush speaks this out. Abaya holds that no, that in the winter, if you're saying there's no gzera here, you don't need, you're saying, right, what did Rav Nachman say? That in the, in the summer, if it only has a core, you can't use it at all, we're geyser. If it has two core, you could use it. In the winter, if it's a pit holding a core, you can pour in a core at a time. And then you can be shayvich v'shayn. Right, you could just pour a core, pour a core, pour a core, right? Or, I'm sorry, saw. If it holds a saw, you can pour a saw, pour a saw, pour a saw, pour a saw. Abayah says, no. If the whole reason why you're saying you're not geyser in the winter is because we don't care that the water's there, number one, everyone's pipes is dripping, and number two, you're not trying to get the water out of your chatzar, then pour as much as you want. So much so, says the Rosh, so much so that, what, that Abaya is learning the brisa that you don't even need a uka at all. And what he's saying is, no measurement matters here. If the whole thing is that we don't, in the winter we don't care if there's water in your chatzar and we're not geyser that people might see it flowing out because everybody's pipes are dripping then. So then I'll tell you what, you don't even need the uka at all. And that's the way Abaya learns it. So it's Machlikis, Abaya, and Rav Nachman when the Bryce said, that we don't, we don't, we're not, um, what does that mean? Doesn't mean Rav Nachman holds, yeah, you still need an uka bimais hagashamim, and you could just continually pour in. Abaya holds, no, it means we don't care about the measurements. And again, according to, this is Machlikis Rishonim, but at least according to the rush, it means you can pour in so much, you don't even need an uka at all. Okay, just one, just to finish the para quickly. So we said, if there's two houses on the upstairs, right, upstairs, and one has a pit down below in, one makes a, water, a, a, a wastewater pit, and the other one doesn't, the one who makes it can use it. The one who doesn't make it can't. Okay, what happens if they make an Erev? Even if they make an Erev, still, the one who has a pit can use it. The one who can't, the one who did not make a pit, cannot use the pit in the Chatzar. So, what are you talking about? So we said, if there's too much water, once you made the right size pit, we don't actually care how much water, right? We said, in, let's say, you need a pit that can hold two cells. But what happens if your water can't fit in there? You can still use it, right? The point is, you have to have gone through the proper motions. So the Abayah is asking, he's saying, I don't understand. If they made an Erev, even though it can only hold one person's worth of water, both should be able to use it. Why? Because we say, Achas Gistra, Achas uh, Li Uka, whether it's an Uka or a Gistra is a shard. Okay, Any, anything that's made to take away water. Berecha, right, is, is a water pit. Areva is like a, some sort of boat or boche vessel. Vessel. The point is, You continually pour water in because you went through the right process. 
So the Ela Yitmar, you have to change it. The only, when the Mishnah said that if two people, if one guy made a diuta and the other didn't, that only the guy who made, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, 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 an uka, that there's two people in a diuta, one guy made an uka, a water pit, and one guy didn't. Then when did we say that only the guy who made it can use it? That is Shaloyerv. Abel Ervu, if they didn't in fact make an Erev, Mutarin. I frack the Gemara, okay, but who cares? <coughs> Again, each person is poor. Why do I need the Erev? Each person is now, well, I could just, I could just pour water. So the Gemara says like this. The concern is that this diuta, the way this diuta, the water pit, is on the other side of the chater. What we're saying, two people, right? It said, um, it said, What does zukenegedzu mean? It means that they're on the opposite side. The diuta is close to one of the houses. The concern is, that if they don't have an air of, what am I going to do? Where's my, my dirty water sitting in? In order to get it to Utah, I have to go to where that guy's chutzer is. I have to go to that guy's part of the chutzer so that I can pour it into the pit. I'm going to take my, my, my vessel, right? My, uh, whatever, whatever clea I have that's holding this water, and I'm not just going to pour it out because I don't want it to stream across the chutzer. I'm going to go bring it to where he is and pour it in, and that's the concern, Shalei But really, the point is that if a chutzer has an uka, then what's the point of the chutzar as an uka? Then it could be used even by both, if not for this gazera. So <clears throat> I did. A, I'll I'll just send out the review. You guys can do it. It's very late. So.